welcome to episode number 34 of the Who Am I podcast with the Southside Church of Christ. This is where we take some time to talk about our identity as followers of Jesus and how that impacts our ability to live in the world in which we live. I am Brian Dill, and here with me, as always, is the unflappable Jackson Wells. (laughs) Unflappable? (laughs) I haven't heard that one. You don't know what that means? (laughs) Unflappable? (laughs) That means that... When under pressure, when there's stress going on, you 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 remain calm and at ease. Uh, I, I might. I don't know. Not so sure about that one. As I've gotten older, maybe. <laughs> right? Yeah, I've definitely heard that. That yeah. is something that, as you get older, that that becomes more and more. Fla- when I, like I think of flappers, and I'm like, <laughs> right? I'm, yeah, I'm definitely not becoming a flapper. I'm <laughs> right. unflappable from the twenties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, good grief. Well, so this episode is going to release on August the 21st, mm-hmm. and we know that that night is the Southside Church of Christ Fantasy Football Draft. Yeah. Are you in any way prepared for that, Jackson? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm prepared in the sense that I know I'm not going to do great. Right. <laughs> um, I'm, I've accepted that. I know John should win. Well, I was going to say, like, when... When John Wheeler has probably two of the, at least three or four best players in the league as his keepers, yeah, it's just not fair. It's almost like he's cheating. It is. So (laughs) for those of you who don't listen or don't play fantasy football, we have keepers, which means there are players from our team from last year that we get to keep. And John is keeping Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson in like the ninth and 11th round or sixth no sixth jamar chase is going to be pretty high i think he's like in the second or third round okay okay but still ridiculous (laughs) picks and they're projected as the number one and number three scorers (laughs) this year now you know projections are just projections but still if john wheeler doesn't win the Southside fantasy football league somebody got hurt or something something happened (laughs) something bad happened Oh, good grief. Well, let's go ahead and get this episode started. All right, so as we continue with this week's episode, Jackson, we're talking a little bit about blame. And I'm curious, did you ever, as a kid or at any point, get blamed for something (laughs) that you didn't actually do or, or or maybe something that wasn't really your fault i i i have one but i just thought of another one that's fantasy football related <laughs> oh, no. I, I got blamed for having a really bad first round pick and it wasn't Le'Veon bell i think it was it was antonio i picked antonio brown in the first round a couple years ago okay. and he sat out and so i was oh, getting no. all kinds of blame for being right. a really bad fantasy football uh, commissioner, <laughs> not commissioner, uh, coach, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, but the uh, the story that came to mind whenever I was looking at the notes was I was in, and I may have shared this story before on the podcast. I was in the lunchroom and minding my own business, and the lunch monitor just points at me and says, "Go to the back." And <laughs> oh no. I don't remember this. And I, <laughs> I'm i like, what What did I do? Like, I, I'm like in the second or third grade, maybe. I'm so confused as to like what is actually happening. No explanation. I have to go to the back of the cafeteria and sit by myself 
What and in the world? I have no idea why. I, I'm assuming she saw somebody do something and she thought it was me. <laughs> and grief. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not fun. Yeah, that's so that's sort of similar to, to, to my scenario that I thought of. Um, I, I had – I got two paddlings in kindergarten. <laughs> oh, I know. We didn't have those. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, of course. Right, right. <laughs> But so I, so I got two paddlings. One I absolutely 100% deserved <laughs> because I just dumped the play money out on top of somebody's head uh, right at the end of the time we were supposed to be cleaning up. Oh, yeah. And so yeah. it was just like, what are you doing? But the second one was we were in line walking back to the classroom from, I don't know, somewhere else uh-huh. around the school. And the kid in front of me kept telling me, kept yelling at me stop playing with my jacket or stop pulling on my jacket or something like that and i was like dude i'm not doing anything what are you talking about teacher believed him instead of me and so i got a paddling that's the worst and i don't know i I can't remember i feel like my parents were not super happy about it but they probably also were like yeah we don't really know if if we can trust brian or not you know since he already got one paddling this year yeah Man, my kindergarten experience was I got my clip pulled like one time, maybe twice. One time I know I didn't deserve it because we were sitting on the carpet and we weren't supposed to talk when we were on the carpet. But somebody asked me a question and I was trying to help them out. Oh, no. But we weren't supposed to be talking. And so I had to uh, pull my clip. (laughs) Might as well have been paddled. It destroyed me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so as we get into the meat of the week, this question that we're talking about today, am I a deflector? Okay, now a deflector, when we're talking about the literal (laughs) physical world in which we live, a deflector is something that deflects, uh, it can deflect heat, it can deflect airflow, it can deflect a flow of water, yeah. something like that. Yeah, the deflector in, in Star changes Wars, direction. In Star Wars, they use them on their ships right. to deflect the beams that are being shot at them. There you go. <laughs> See, deflector shields, yeah, right? Yeah, deflector shields. Right, okay. So so it changes the direction of something that is coming toward it. However, <laughs> that's not really what we're talking about this week, is it? No, it is not. <laughs> it's, it's sort of... Like we're we're talking about changing the direction of something, right? But the direction uh, or the thing that we are changing direction of is blame. We are right. deflecting the blame, um, and it happens all the time. We see it. We see it regularly in our own lives. We see it with little kids arguing. Um, <laughs> For sure, <laughs> we, we see it with adults arguing. Yes, <laughs> you could watch any news channel, and people are blaming other people. Right. Um, but you, you also can find plenty of sources in the Bible where this happens. Um, right. There's a situation. Uh, Moses is up on Mount Sinai. Aaron's trying to manage the Israelites. <laughs> and Exodus 32:22. there's a situation with a golden calf. <laughs> Shouldn't <laughs> right, have happened. Right. That's <laughs> um, right. And Aaron says, you know the people, they are set on evil. And he's like, it, it should have been Aaron's responsibility to... Just right. say, hey, no, we're not going to do the golden calf. But his excuse was, it's just the, yeah. the people are evil. That's what they're going to do what they're going to do. Well, and that, what's funny about that is Moses asks him, you know, very directly, you know, what what are you doing? You know, why, why did you let this happen? He's, well, you know the people. <laughs> it's the people. Uh, you know, ne- never mind. Aaron kind of took charge of the whole yeah. situation. Yeah. 
he's he's got gold like he's like putting in the forge as he's talking to Moses. Right, right. Um, <laughs> and, it, and it's is it's a the first sin is is a perfect example of right. blame placement. Um, Adam eats the fruit, and his excuse is the woman whom you gave to be with me. She gave me the fruit of the tree, and I ate. And so God's asking Adam, hey, what, what's up? He's like, well, it was Eve. Eve gave me the fruit. It's not my fault. I didn't know it was bad fruit. And then Eve, in turn, puts the blame on the snake. So right. it's like right. it's, the easiest, it's the easiest get out of jail free card. If I can, if I can put the blame on somebody else, then it's, it's no big deal That's for right. me. That's right. um, not true. There's all kinds <laughs> of stories. I, I wrote down a few, um, I think, of Abraham and Sarah. And when Sarah told Abraham to have a baby with somebody else so that the lineage could be continued. Um, Judas, you could say he, he was the blame that he could have placed was they made me an offer and I just couldn't refuse it. Right. You know, and <laughs> so the, the list goes on and on about these times in the Bible where people sin or in, are in some sort of situation that they shouldn't be in. And then they just decide I'm going to blame it on somebody else or right. some other circumstance. You know, you notice what's funny about the the one in, in Genesis is that Adam seemingly doesn't just blame Eve. He blames there's, God. There's a little bit of a hint of blaming God. He blames God. God. Well, this woman that you gave yeah, me. I would have been fine, but you gave me a woman. Man, I'm sure a lot of guys can relate to that. Oh, <laughs> oh great. And we just lost all of our female no. listeners. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, but but you're right. You know, it's there's, there's just so many examples that we can go through. Uh, you, you know, from biblical examples to examples in our own lives to people that we know. Just throughout human history, this is something that constantly is happening. And you, you know, I I think a lot of folks their their minds go to things to that are in our current culture where. Parents are being blamed when adult children make bad choices. Mm-hmm. Well, the the children, you know, blame the parents. You yeah, know, or you know, I mean, things I, like that. I do this all the time. I blame COVID for a COVID. lot of things. <laughs> I and right. and I'm like, right. I feel like that's a legit thing that I can blame stuff about. <laughs> I, I see I see behavioral things, and I'm like, it's because of COVID. There's a there's a legit reason. We gotta, I think. We gotta, yeah. yeah. Um, but it is. It's me blaming something. <laughs> right. Well, and, and so in that scenario, you know, COVID was the instigator, mm-hmm. probably in the, in the, we could say in the same way that uh, the serpent was the instigator mm-hmm. with Adam and Eve, or the people, you know, trying to figure out something with Aaron, you know, they were instigators, the tempters, the, you know, whatever right. word you want right. to use. The problem is... You know, even though this is something we are very familiar with, we should never be surprised that people do this, that yes. they play the blame game. The problem is that God has always, always set the standard in such a way that we have a choice. Mm-hmm. There, you, you may be tempted. You may have someone who comes along and mistreats you or does something to pull you in a particular direction but you always have a choice and uh, we were talking about this passage earlier today in deuteronomy chapter 30 god through moses kind of sets the stage for as they're about to go into the promised land 
Now remember that this is Israel on the precipice of what God has promised them. Now the first time they were here and in this same place, they quit and said, this is impossible. We can't possibly do what God is calling us to do. We cannot defeat these people. We are not going to. We are all going to just die. This is terrible. Blah 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 blah. Right. And so they did not obey God on that occasion. And here we are again after the forty years wandering in the wilderness. Here we are again, and God kind of lays it out for them. And he says, essentially, you have a choice moving forward. And you need to know that you can't blame somebody else for your choices. Mm-hmm. All right, so so Deuteronomy chapter 30, for those of you listening, we're going to be reading just a few verses here, starting with verse 15, if you want to follow along. And here's what, here's what God says through Moses. See, I have set before you today life and good, death and evil. If you obey the commandments of the Lord your God that I command you today, by loving the Lord your God, by walking in His ways, and by keeping His commandments and His statutes and His rules, then you shall live and multiply, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land that you are entering to take possession of it. But... If your heart turns away, and you will not hear, but are drawn away to worship other gods and serve them, I declare to you today that you shall surely perish. You shall not live long in the land that you are going over the Jordan to enter and possess. So even in this explanation by God, he says, you have a choice, but notice that when he says in verse 17, even if you're drawn away to worship other gods and serve them, you know, that sounds like the kind of thing that we might think that you could blame somebody mm-hmm. else for. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, they they talked me into it. Mm-hmm. They convinced me this was the right thing to do. They, 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 they. Mm-hmm. You still have a choice. Yeah. And, and God says, you can't get out of it just by saying, they drew me away. We always, always, always have a choice. So what do we do about this, Jackson? How do, we, how do we avoid shifting the blame? How do we keep from being a deflector? One, we have, well, not one, point zero. I've got three things, but what you said just then is probably the most important thing that we can do to not be a blame shifter, a deflector, is to, to just know that we, it's our choice. It's our choice. Right. And so the first thing that I, that I wrote down is understand that you have the power to say no or yes. Uh, you, can, you can say no to the things you need to say no to. You can say yes to the things you need to say yes to. And hopefully the thing that you're saying yes to more often than not is God. Right. Understand that you, you have that choice. It's as simple as that. You have that choice. Um, and like I said, if you're, if you're making choices – with God in mind, mm-hmm. you're not going to be blaming other people. You're automat- You're going to hopefully look a little more inward, and when something, quote-unquote, goes wrong, 
you will have an inward reflection and realize, okay, maybe that was something that I did. Right. Um, maybe it was a decision that I made um, because you're, you're focused on, on God a little bit more. The, the second thing is to own your situation. Uh, okay. You can blame whatever uh, happened to you. You can blame it on someone. You can blame it on your job. You can blame it on your preacher if you want to. You can blame it on you can blame it on your spouse. Right. But ultimately the situation that you are in, now it's not not every circumstance. Sometimes circumstances are extenuating and you, you have no choice but to be in them. But for the most part, you are in the situation because of the choices that you've made. Own it. Own your situation. So instead of blaming and deflecting, you can kind of have the mindset of, all right, I'm here. I've, I've done what I've done. I've made the mistakes that I've made. I'm going to own it and see where God can get me through this. Okay. And so there's this, again, I have to trust God to help me. Okay, yeah. And then the third thing is, whenever we are deflecting, who are we trying to fool? We're trying to to make (laughs) ourselves look good in front of everybody else. There's only one opinion in the entire universe that matters, and it's God's. And he knows if it was you (laughs) that actually did the thing that caused the sin. He knows. Right. And so you're not fooling him. So why bother trying to fool anybody else? Right. Um, no more than Adam and Eve could fool him. <laughs> right, right. And we can, we can put the blame on him if we want, but again, we need to realize that, the, the, that it comes down to us. So God already knows, but he still forgives. Right. And so instead of trying to push, push it off on somebody else, just own it and let him, <laughs> let him forgive you. And okay. so I sort of I sort of picked these three f- for for a specific reason because okay. I, I think okay. it reflects the life of Jesus in a bit. So my first point was uh, understand that you can say no, you can you can choose what you're doing. One, Jesus never sinned. He he knew what to say, when to say it. He knew when to say yes. He knew when to say no. That's right. right. And so we're we're trying to live like Jesus. That's that's who our identity is is formed after. Jesus never sinned, so we can do our best to live like him. Say no. Say yes when we need to. The second point was own your situation. Jesus owned every bit of his situation. There was there was he had, he had no excuses. I don't like can't wasn't in his vocabulary. You know, <laughs> um, from the time he was a little boy until the time he died on the cross and he rose again until the time he's ascending, he didn't make any excuses for himself. Now. One of the cool things is that he, he didn't really have to make any excuses for himself because whenever I make excuses for myself, it's because I've messed up. Jesus never <laughs> messed up. But either way, he right. he didn't. He he owned his situation. Well, and that, and part of that is that not every situation that you're in is just because of something you've done. Right. You know, Jesus found himself in tough situations because of decisions other people made, and he still. Instead of just getting frustrated or, or uh, you know, playing this blame game mm-hmm. as an excuse to make more bad decisions or something, 
he made the best of whatever situation he was in. Right. And so the third the third thing was God already knows and he forgives you. It's through Jesus that we get the forgiveness. It's right. through Jesus that the forgiveness is extended to us. So if he hadn't lived that way, if he hadn't gone through what he went through, if he hadn't not sinned, um, we wouldn't have access to God's forgiveness like we do. I think those three things kind of help us to not be blame shifters. Or, I agree. Uh, yes. Deflectors. Right. Deflectors. <laughs> I think that's one of the titles you sent was blame shifter. And I keep saying blame shifter. <laughs> it's deflectors. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So am I a deflector? What, uh, what do we, how do we answer that? I hope that we're going to say, no, that is not who I am. That is not a part of my identity. I am going to uh, own up to my own mistakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever that situation is, I'm not going to try and get out of it because, one, as you said, you can't fool God. No, you can't. He knows. <laughs> There's no point in doing that. And then uh, and then to help us, you know, perhaps help us to keep from getting into the situations where we would be deflectors. Yeah. Make the best of each situation. Yeah. I'll, own your mistakes in those situations where it is your mistakes, and then recognize that you can say no, that, yeah. that you always have that choice. There, the one example that, that sticks out to me of a person that admitted that they messed up was David. Psalm 51, right, right. verses 3 and 4, and I'll, I'll read it. This is after uh, he's he has sinned. He's, he's admitting that what he did with Bathsheba was wrong. All yes. the people that have, that have <laughs> the baby died, Bathsheba's husband died. Like, he knows that he has messed up. For sure. Um, Nathan's come to him and given him this prophecy, and, and David is just torn up. And instead of deflecting and being like, well, Bathsheba, she should have known better than to be bathing on the roof, man. Like she should have known. Right. He didn't, he didn't deflect. He just says, for I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me against you. You only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight so that you may be justified in your words and blameless in your judgment. Be like David. Don't, right. don't be a deflector. David, a man after God's own heart, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Anything else? That's that's all I've got. Okay. All right. I think that that is all we have for you today. And we hope that you have enjoyed this episode. We appreciate you taking the time to listen. And we are praying that it continues to be something that helps you to grow in your faith and is a blessing to you as you grow in your identity as a follower of Jesus. Have a blessed day. Mm-hmm.